0: I'm Stephanie Wessel. Welcome to Messy Talk. Here in this space is where we get messy. Mental, emotional, spiritual, self-reliance work is literally a mess. When you start to wade into the aspects, either one at a time or all at once, life can get and feel very messy. Here, you will find the space to have the conversations about navigating yourself through the mess and into the truth of how strong, capable, and messy you really are. Let's get honest. Let's get real. Let's get messy.
1: messy. Welcome back to Messy
0: Talk. Hi, 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 friends. (laughs) I'm Stephanie Wessel. Welcome back. I'm here today with one of my favorite people, and probably someone who has the most to do with my happy demeanor most days of the week, I would say. Uh, Dana Trujillo, manager extraordinaire of Pipes Restaurant, located in Cardiff, California. In May, Dana will be celebrating 25 years with Pipes. Hi, Dane. Hi, Steph. (laughs) First of all, thanks for coming on. I know this is super weird because we talk about 900 times a day and week, and the fact that we're recording this, first of all, just gives me a little giggle.
1: No. could okay, be serious. Be serious. <laughs> be serious. Be serious. We're
0: podcasters now. Um, I just wanted to have you on because I really think, first of all, we're going to talk about how we met, how we fell in love. Yes. Over love you, um, And then also just the importance of customer service jobs in I especially wanted to talk to you and hit up at the end of this conversation the importance of community during the time of a pandemic and how that looked for you guys running a restaurant, feeding people, staying open, the things that you guys had to do just in general to try to remain open and a part of the community because Pipes to me, honestly, is Cardiff. And I love it there. I love it enough to have gotten a job there. Yes, you did. I worked Thursdays for a while before my knee surgery, and I hope to be back... Will you hire me back? Yeah. Okay. Please, please okay. come back. Please come back. <laughs> as soon as I'm ready. So Thursdays, Dana and I used to hold down that uh 10 to 2 30 uh run and it was pretty special. So Dane, thanks again for being here. And no problem. Why don't you just start by telling the
1: people how you started up pipes when that happened? I actually um, started up pipes uh, in May of ninety-seven. My mom actually did uh, the Fisher's travel, like she was their travel agent, and they she said, hey, they're hiring. And the Fisher's I, owners of Pipe. Yeah, yes. Tim and Karen Fisher, yes. and um, I was a little punk teenager and said, I don't need your help to get a job, and I still walked over there and got a job. <laughs> I don't need your help pointing me in the right direction. It's yeah. across the street, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exa- 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 yeah
0: <laughs> 110%. <laughs> I go left or right at this stop Okay, so you got a job there in 1997. What did you start out,
1: out as? Oh, I was a food runner on the weekends. I was in high school.
0: Yeah. But you went and got it yourself.
1: Yes. Well, yeah, girl. Absolutely. That's mandatory. Yeah, I know.
0: 1997, Dana Marie walks into Pipes, gets that job, gets that money, gets yeah. that paper. And, and
1: so it began.
0: Okay. Any fun stories about being that age, and just kind of what you saw, how it was working in the customer service industry as a teenager? That you think is important for
1: everybody to understand. Well, it just definitely made you respect like servers. As even being fifteen, it helped you respect servers in general, like what they go through, what the back of the house goes through, and just people can be really, really nice, and they can be really, really mean. One of the coolest things about being there is uh, we had a lot of um, like professional surfers and that and that those type of people come in when we started out and it used to be if they bring us a if they would bring us one of their signed autograph pictures we'd give them a free burrito and so that pulled in everyone from Rob Machado Kelly Slater Taj Burrow we've seen I mean so many famous surfers that it's it's and and athletes and. That type of people that come in. So it's kinda of, it was that was fun of being fifteen and sixteen years old and just going, Oh my god, hi Kelly Slater.
0: <laughs> I am um, a forty one year old woman and I say, Oh my god, hello Kelly Slater
1: <laughs> True story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hello, Kelly Slater. Yeah, the the ambiance and pipes. You walk in and you can feel the history of just the local break. The people in it, you have blink one of two signs up in there yes. signed. Like all the things are just so nostalgic. And I remember when I moved to this area, my husband and I were staying with friends in a house in Rancho. And so we kind of wandered around and we were trying to find our spot. I'm super big on like picking a spot, picking a vibe, picking up people and kind of like setting down roots And we found Pipes. And we found Pipes, I think, in 2006, late 2005, 2006. And it just became kind of our spot for breakfasts on the weekends. And uh, you cannot ever get a better breakfast after you've had a night of indulging, if you will, than to go to Pipes and just get this huge plate of food that just sustains you through the life. Brings you back to life. (laughs) There it is, right there. So we found Dana. Dana works five days a week, Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, She was manning the outside coffee bar at the time and since moved inside. And um, thank you, pandemic. Thank you, pandemic. We just kind of fell in love. It was like one of those things when, you know, like recognizes like. And she became a very big confidant with me. And we kept coming back. And you see the same faces in the same community. And I realized this is exactly my place and my people. And I really wanted to highlight it. The point of Messy Talks is to talk about the things that are important to you and to also talk about how the places and people that are important to you are affected by different things. So aside from a lot of the funny stories you get about customers in general, I really wanted to touch base with Dane about the pandemic and how that affected a small business and how they operated from start to end Dealing with not only the new rules and regulations as they were changing daily, but people, people going through real human experiences and how to maintain kind of
1: business etiquette in the face of ugly. (laughs) Yeah, it was not fun. It was really scary because you had two vast extremes. You had the people that didn't take it serious and then you had the people that take it way too serious. And we were in the middle just trying to keep our doors open. And not we weren't getting paid to the police people. So, I mean, you'd have anyone show up for a guy trying to get in, not having a mask. So he put his girlfriend's underwear on his face (laughs) just so he could get a breakfast burrito (laughs) no joke that really happened um (laughs) and then you have the opposite end where you have people refusing to wear a mask and straight yelling at you and being rude and making you cry because they make you feel that bad and all you're doing is you never know who's going to show up i mean someone called and complained at us on mother's day a mother's day of all days Which is literally, I
0: think, one of you guys' busiest busiest days of the year.
1: We couldn't see. We were already struggling. We had a short staff because of all this. And we had just clusters of families outside. Well, someone drove by and said we weren't practicing social distancing. So the sheriff showed up, I think, and she's coming to say hi and get a cup of coffee. And she's like, I just have to call and make sure... You guys are up to all the rules and regulations because someone called and said you guys weren't following social distancing. I'm like, well, those are all families that came together to get to go orders, So go ask them. And then she came back in. She's like, I'm so sorry. I have to follow up. There's a snitch line.
0: There's a snitch line for everything. And my thing for a wonderful local restaurant that has a manager like Dana Trujillo, who is available. Like if you've ever met Dane. She literally will talk to anybody, which, by the way, that's awesome. (laughs) You and me, my friend, I'm like, (laughs) you're like, hey. And so, like, the fact that people wouldn't find just kind of the common decency to say, like, hey, I'm concerned about the amount of people you have outside. And then Dana could say, hey, those are families clustered together waiting to take to-go orders. Taking the time to, again, see people's human experiences through the pandemic and to ask a couple questions instead of assuming and calling the snitch hotline
1: well, it was crazy i mean it, literally the way it changed on a daily basis to where okay this day we were allowed to put we were allowed to put out serves and ketchups to it had to be individual packets to everything was to go only to having to tell half the staff sorry guys you know or having my st- i had staff that was actually afraid to come to work which i can't can't hold them against that and you just say okay when you feel comfortable come back, your spot's going to be held. And working, you know, the guys in the kitchen are amazing. And they've been there, all of them, pretty much 20 years. So it really is a family type of
0: environment. And when you think about the pandemic and how it infected all businesses, let alone restaurants, where you have to rewrite the script of how you do business. Now you, you've always had to-go things. But now everything's got to be in to-go containers and everything's got to be sealed. The added expense of that at a time when everything else is getting harder to find and then you throw in
1: this funny little thing called shipping delays right now and back orders (laughs) in different products. The most we would run – I mean you'd run out of two-ounce cup ramekins to fill the syrups in or we couldn't get – I know we couldn't get ketchup. We couldn't get to-go syrups. We had to like go search out certain places and find them because – They weren't – there was either that or everyone is using it. So there was just a shortage to begin with. Yeah, and in the
0: meantime, you know, people don't understand that if you're going out in this and expecting someone to provide you with a food – you don't actually get to complain about the size of the ramekin the syrup comes in or the fact that, hey, your cups look different. Am I getting the same amount? Or, hey, I noticed my cheeseburger costs 32 cents more. And you're like, yeah,
1: everything because in the costs world. costs us more as well. It's not like we're sticking it to you because we're not we're, – we, we honestly try to keep our prices as low as we can and pay our bills without – you know, screwing ourselves. Exactly. And,
0: and, and I think the thing about Pipes that you need to remember is it's owned by a family. It is a local run Pipes family business and they have been around since when his
1: Pipes opened. 95. 95. But we didn't come in unscathed. We lost our other restaurant in, in San Clemente. That would have been there 15 years and we had to close up because of the pandemic. We just weren't getting enough. We weren't getting enough business. So that shut down, but that also made us focus more down here. I mean... Adapt and evolve that we had to do. I mean, we were, we were getting ready, to even set up, doing delivery if we had to, if it came down to it, just to get the just to keep the doors open. But that was the best part about our community is people would literally come every day just to make sure our doors stayed open, and it was the outpour from the community of love. It's pretty amazing, pretty humbling. I think it's pretty telling. Yeah,
0: from the job that you guys do within the community, that you have that many people coming back. And that's what a community should be for good community run businesses. Um, We shouldn't lose mom and pop shops. We shouldn't lose little things that have been pillars of strength in Cardiff. Those things should be priorities. And I think, again, I'm going to stress this, to think globally, you really got to act locally. And yes, that's important. important community. You know, the legs that you stand on, the people that you see every day. Um, it's important to me to foster relationships with the people I see every day. And Dana was one of those people that I started seeing and just, you know, hi, hi. It turned in from nice highs to longer conversations to then, you know
1: make going and labor on the deck at work. Oh wow, did that happen there? Yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that did.
0: <laughs> Sitting really uncomfortably in the year 2010 eating breakfast. And every 10 minutes or so, I would sit back and kind of stretch my back. And Dana comes over and rubs my shoulders. And she's like, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm doing good. I just, ugh. This baby, you know, first of all, she was a stage five clinger. So she was there for like, I don't know, I was pregnant for 82 weeks or, or 82 months. Like, however that worked out too. So after, I would say about 20 minutes, she comes back up to me and she's like, I'm, I, you're in labor, Steph.
1: <laughs> You're having a baby.
0: <laughs> Dang! Uh, the next day, Skylar was born. So
1: <laughs> That's a hey, pretty cool thing to share. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we've raised our kids together, you know. After my second son, Dana, and I had – Dana had two, two, boy and girl, and then my two, girl and boy. We got back into shape together, yeah. and we were meeting uh, twice a week and running the stairs up at the, uh, the campgrounds in San Julijo and finding each other – Keeping the
1: mommy sanity in yeah. between t- having toddlers. <laughs> Heck yeah.
0: But I think the reason why I related so much with Dana is that I had a lot of customer service experience. I worked at Chili's. I worked at a food stand during U of A sporting events. I worked at Frog and Furkin. I bartended. Um, shout out Frog and Furkin! Oh my gosh, if you're in Tucson, <laughs> go there right now. <laughs> Sun-dried tomato dressing, please send it to go. Um, but you really do learn the most about people when you are asked to serve
1: them. Everyone should work in the service industry at some level. Everyone should work in the restaurant. Everyone should have to work for tips once in their life and provide co- customer service to really understand people. You can read people; it's amazing. I can re- I can tell right off the bat after being in the business for so years, so many years. Especially when people come in, you know, to get a job, I can almost tell the way you
0: said that just now, right? It should be mandatory to work in customer service, but sometime at some point in your life, you should be made to work for tips. (laughs) That my friend (laughs) is very important bit of information because I think a lot of people assume I'm going out. It's their right to serve me. I'm paying for this, I'm doing this. And having never been on the other end, just because I'm getting you a breakfast burrito right now, sir, does not mean that I am less than you. Please do not speak to me as such.
1: I'm here to be a service, not to be a servant.
0: (laughs) I'm here to be of service, not to be a servant. And I always kind of want to... The worst customers, the ones who are most unhappy, I always want to be like... (laughs) who made you mad? What's going on? Do you need a hug? I know. And oftentimes (laughs) you're, I do give a hug. (laughs) I was just going to say you do, but if you're not like giving actual hugs, you're giving people coffee. Yeah. True. True. Seriously. And like, I want to talk to you a little bit about food and coffee as a love language. So many people stand in your line, Dana, and you look up at them and you're already starting what you know that they want. How, why, and what kind of superpower enabled you
1: <laughs> to be able to relate and to just kind of know people like this? And I just thought, it's just, that's who I am. I can't remember what I walked to the, in the kitchen for, but I remember what everyone gets to drink and it's just how I associate with it. Like, I know, okay, I know that's that's the Dan that gets the single latte in his own cup and that's the Dan that gets the double cappuccino. I, I, after so long and people have been coming so long, I truly have a relationship with them. Hence why I've been there so long is I can't give up. I want to be able to give, I want to give you up. I know. And you're not giving me up
0: <laughs> ever, ever, ever. But yeah, like I've been with you and I've stood in line or been in the restaurant and people have come in after years, years. And you'll say, are you still drinking the, you know, three shot espresso red eye? Like, yeah. or, you know, or yeah. Dana's favorite. What is Dana's favorite on the menu? Something tall,
1: dark, and sweet. And <laughs> like he is. Um, no, it's um, a Mexican mocha with a little bit of caramel and a couple short shots of espresso in a short cup.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think it was Dana's favorite because her husband is... Also, a little bit Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say in a short cut because he'll no, be we, mad at me. He's just a little bit smaller than me, which at six foot two is not hard. <laughs> and I never miss an opportunity to get that one in <laughs> on him. <laughs> I am taller, just so you know.
1: That's awesome. So that, and I mean, yeah, and our skin latte is pretty good. Three shots of espresso, three brown sugars, and some half and half. That's another go-to. Swift kick in the nog and get the day going.
0: (laughs) I'm not trying to start my day. I'm trying to rage (laughs) into my day. (laughs) Love that. Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you think that people have changed too much and this might not be what you want to do?
1: no not not to that extent but sometimes people just really make you go good golly miss molly Wt like f like what what is going on in so your life that's so horrible that you have to cut? like don't come in don't get like don't go keep your keep your vibes please i um, your icky vibes all i'm staying over here in my because it really is amazing how it will affect you you get someone and you'll be in a role and you have someone that's just downright nasty and We really, all of us, all of us girls do a really amazing job, and boys too, boys too, um, of trying to just give everyone the best service that we can, but it can really throw everything off kilter when you have someone just be mean and they don't care. And he's like, you go, hey, good morning, how are you? And they just, number two, throw throw the money on that counter. And like, well, what's your name? And they'll spit it out, Bob, and then walk away. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that for any Bobs in particular. I'm just saying (laughs) I gave a name. And it just, like, The lack of respect that comes back sometimes.
0: The lack of respect. Like, there's not an actual human on the end. It is actually a breakfast burrito that I'm talking to. No, (laughs) sir. It is
1: Dana, and I
0: am ordering your breakfast burrito.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying we have to be best friends, but, you know, just a little... A little respect. Just a little, like, you you know, just not... I don't know. Just don't be rude. Okay. (laughs) Rude is not cool. (laughs)
0: Rude is so last season. Seriously.
1: So last pandemic. (laughs) Um,
0: I had dinner with a couple of moms from the elementary school and they're so awesome. And they, I guess we were newer in the school and I had just met some of them for the first time, and one of them had recognized me from being in Pipes. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. I'm there every day. That's so <laughs> awkward that you saw me. <laughs> and then, so she said, I know you're really good friends with Dana, who makes, who's at the coffee bar, right? And I was like, Yeah, Dane's like one of my best friends now. So, yeah, she's rad. And she's like, I know. I try every day so hard to get her to smile and laugh and, and like, and she goes, it's not that, it's not that hard. She's super nice to everybody, but she's like, I want to be on her inside circle. I want to know what you did to get in with Dana and how I can be friends with Dana. And secretly, I did a little like Jenga, like, <laughs> if you could see me right now, I'm literally like trying to floss without my knee brace on. So not, so not really, because my knee would hurt if I did it for real, but Dana and I have talked about the fact that we were legit, like, not part of the cool crowd. And let me rephrase that because I'm not going to insult any of my friends. My friends are the coolest. But like growing up, I kind of played tetherball instead of getting involved in all the other stuff or... I kind of went and ran some laps or kickball, in, right? In the
1: school pecking order, we weren't we weren't up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very nice way of saying that. Well, just let's just like you know, we weren't you know in the school pecking now, we, order. They knew who we were. That wasn't the issue. I just. They knew who we were,
0: <laughs> and so when I came and told Dana that story, and I was like, "Hey, because like these moms are cool. They're they they're part they're of like cool. you know the PTA, and they do the yogas. <laughs> no, they're they're amazing. They're and absolutely amazing. It just was like, oh, we're
1: the clean water. Oh my goodness,
0: have you? And it was a total geek out moment that I think that like my little wonder child slash angsty teenager was like. Hey, bitch, we made Good it! Part. Boom! <laughs> so, yes, I got
1: invited to that party on Friday night. <laughs> yes.
0: So after all of this time, Dana and I, like, did a little shimmy shake and we're like, it only took us 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but the cool crowd thinks we're cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to go see... Um, Joe Coy together, just oh you and God, me. And was it was amazing. kind of one of the first times that we had seen or been able to do anything. Since it right? pandemic. Since the pandemic. Since that was the first thing I ever did. And the whole way down, I kept thinking about this show that we were going to do because it's important stuff. Working with people, working for people, being in the service industry is absolutely one of the things that will remind us of our humanity. Yes. And also test us because... You are at the mercy of how everyone wants to show up anytime they come in your door and you literally have and to know, no and know yeah. that people think that it's part of your job to deal with their shit. And it is not. And I just wanted everybody to know and hear that there are real people, <laughs> real actually hardworking, loving people on the other end of especially this business and this business that I want to protect for my entire life because I really believe in the family behind it and every single person that's ever worked there um you do a fantastic job of hiring people I've heard you actually when people say hey my teenager is looking for a job you know <laughs> like, like cut like they would this would be a great first job for Timmy and you always say hey send Timmy in to talk to me
1: why do you do that well because I think if the kids want it like Parents need to let their kids go do something for themselves. So they don't need to hold their hands to that extent. Like if they want a good job, tell them, hey, I went to Pipes or I went to Seaside or I went to Vons even. And it, like if they need, take the initiative. Take I don't, the initiative. I want, I want them to want the job. I don't want them coming in because the the parents went down and said something. Like they need to come in and they need to meet me. I'm not going to, I mean, we all think our children are amazing. So it's, you know, of course you'd be like, yeah, I my kid, but I'm not hiring the parent. I'm hiring the member. Right.
0: And I think that's the most important thing we need to remember as parents is that at some point we're going to ask our kids to become functioning members of society. <laughs> I think that you should start by serving that society. And in all honesty, I think that that's the greatest job that kids can have to open their eyes to how people act and how they should act moving forward is if you have a job at... A restaurant or in a customer service type environment. I had always joked before that when I had kids and I actually when I was pregnant and I would be going to Babies R Us. I was like, oh, for sure, if I have a kid, they'll be working here because, (laughs) 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 woo! Like there's a lot of things happening at Babies R Us and (laughs) legit. No, make that money. (laughs) Bye, bye, baby. (laughs) You're (laughs) (laughs) actually you're just going to be in it. So I really do think it's a. Something you need to work
1: on and uh, something you need to think about. I love the scary customer service when pregnant women coming in. Ooh, harm. <laughs> Sorry, harm- off, 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 off subject. But that would definitely, if you work there putting clothes away, you'd definitely see a couple things. Exactly. Too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So here's my thing about
0: what I want you guys to take away from this. You. Have the opportunity to go out and affect your local community every single day. Find some place that you love. And instead of saying, like, gosh, look at how underserved, you know, we are and how long our food is taken or whatever. Ask if how you can help. You know, I took one shift a week. And it wasn't just to help Dana. It was because I literally believe in this restaurant. And I believe in the people that go there. And I believe in the community that serves. And it was so much freaking fun, by the way.
1: I mean, I love hanging out with you anyway, but we got paid to hang out with you. Like, hey, and, like, we're
0: orchestrating soundtracks for people. Like, this is an experience, okay? (laughs) When you're coming into Pipes and you're ordering from Dana, myself, or any of the other girls or boys, and the guys are in the back cooking your kitchen, like, your food, everybody puts all of their self into the experience. And I just want people to stop and have a human experience for the sake of everybody else around busting your rump to make it good for you. Does that make sense to a 100%. I just want to thank you because you've changed my way of thinking about local community, like places and the importance of community so much. So the fact that you came on today, I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you for having me. Yes. And then we will be going into more stories. I kind of wanted to tiptoe around right now, you know, because like (laughs) I'm sure most of the stories are about tourists, but hey, we love tourists, but keep it classy, San Diego. Keep it classy. (laughs) Keep it classy. Dane. Steph.
1: Messy talk. Messy talk. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.
0: Mental, emotional, spiritual, self-reliance work is messy and ongoing. I appreciate you showing up and trusting in yourself enough to know that you were made for this. If you'd like to learn more about Messy Talk, you can find me on Instagram at messy underscore talks, or you can find me at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com under coaches. I'm Stephanie Wessel. Thank you for being messy. See you again next time on Messy Talk.